to the Yogi Fuel podcast, the podcast where we share the knowledge of yoga and Ayurveda mixed with modern science to help you learn and embody ancient wisdom in a practical way to optimize your health, deepen your spiritual practice, and step into your peak potential. I'm your host, Mel Singh. Welcome to the podcast. All right, everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So today I've got a really great conversation for you, and it's something that's been on my mind and on my heart, and I'm so thrilled to be able to share this with you today in this way. And it's a conversation all about why we don't actually need a six-step system to heal your anxiety and what you actually need instead. So I'm super excited to dive into that and to share all of those things with you. But before we get into today's topic, I just wanted to preemptively let you know that the enrollment is now open for Embodied Ayurveda. So this is my three-month self-healing program slash Ayurveda Foundations course that's really designed to teach you how to go beyond your own anxiety, stress, overwhelm, to deepen your spiritual practice and your teaching, if that's what you do, and really step into calm energy and self-leadership through Ayurveda mixed with modern science. So this is like the perfect program for yoga teachers, students, wellness professionals, and just conscious humans in general. If you are listening to this podcast, if you resonate with my messaging, this is probably the perfect program for you. (laughs) But people who want to do the deep work to heal, right? People who want to feel empowered and who actually want to take their healing into their own hands, all while gaining a deeper understanding of Ayurveda, the nervous system, and really understanding the yogic path for healing. So if this is piquing your interest, there's a link to the program page in the show notes, along with the direct link to apply if this just already sounds like something that you know that you want to do. (laughs) So go ahead, take a look at that, fill in an applications, and if you have any questions at all, just shoot me a DM over on Instagram. All right, that's enough about that. Let's get on to our conversation all about why you don't actually need the six-step system to heal your anxiety and what you actually need instead. So the theme of today's conversation is this idea that there is no, you know, six-step system to heal your anxiety in like six weeks or less. Um, And anyone who's telling you that there's this one way, that here's this one system, I've got this one system that's really going to help you, I would run. (laughs) I'm kidding. I wouldn't run, but I would be skeptical. Um, And the reason that I bring this to to the forefront is because this is the space that I work in. This is the space that I've worked in for a very long time. And I feel really grateful. I feel really grateful for having a background in Ayurveda, for having a background in science, and for doing the work that I've continued to do because it's given me this perspective on anxiety, on healing, on deep healing, and this awareness that it's not linear. This awareness that it's not so much like the six-step system It's more of like these foundational pillars that we want to have within our lives that we want to embody and that we want to refine and tweak, refine and tweak, embody, refine and tweak throughout our lifetime, right? It's not like, and and, and this is really coming to the forefront for me. And this is really like, it's just been coming through so strongly for me over the last like, you know, couple of weeks as, you know, I prepare for the launch of Embodied Ayurveda, which is our three-month self-healing container slash Ayurveda foundations program that's really designed to give you the tools to self-heal, right? The tools to self-regulate, the tools to be empowered on your journey through 
stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. And, you know, as I root deeper into these principles and root deeper into these foundations, and as I go through my own cycles and my own seasons and my own, yeah, seasons of like deeper anxiety, what I begin to see and feel, and maybe you feel the same, is that it's not so much like, here's this like, yeah, 12-step system or six-step system. It's like, here are these pillars that I know deeply support my physiology, deeply support my mind, deeply support my energy and my alignment in the day. And my own, and whenever I'm, you know, in say like a a season of maybe more anxiety as a result of just like the world, like gesturing broadly at everything, like look like 2020, 2021, and then, you know, 2022, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a few years, right? It's been an intense few years. And as I go through my cycles, what I begin to see is that there are certain things that I continue to root back into. And it's not like the six step system. And it's not always the same thing. It's not always like I start at A and then I go to B and then I go to C and I walk through this like linear model. It's like I have these pillars and different seasons require different pillars to be more you know, that we need to lean on the, oh, this is a good analogy. It's like different seasons require that we lean on different pillars a little bit more. And what that requires is an awareness of which of the pillars in my life are a little shaky right now. And an awareness of what that makes available. And I'm going to like go into this a little bit deeper when I go into like what those pillars are but an awareness of like, oh, okay, wow, I'm starting to feel more anxious. Oh, I noticed that my pillar, my movement pillar, ooh, I haven't been moving my body lately. Well, that's pretty shaky. Well, what if I strengthen that pillar a little bit? What if I rooted more into my movement practices? I wonder if that would help. And then we strengthen that pillar and we see like, oh, wow, okay, I feel a lot better. Great, right? But the, again, the ability to do that lies in a level of self-awareness, right? And something that I feel really passionately about As somebody who spent so much of my life, like looking outside of myself for the answers, looking to other people, professionals, which is a good thing. I think that we need guidance and I think that we need support and we need a container and we need to be empowered in understanding ourselves. We need to be empowered in understanding our physiology, our nervous system, our doshas, our bioenergetic makeup. So that we can be aware of, like I said, what's, what's happening, what's, what's going off, what's going off balance. And then we can look to, again, okay, what are these sort of pillars in my life and what needs to sort of be strengthened? Um, and so what I want to go into, again, is this idea that healing from anxiety, healing the nervous system, right? One of the things I always talk about, if you've like been listening to me, if you've been in my world for a while, I'm a big believer that at the root cause, I mean, there's so many different technical like root causes, but anxiety is actually a manifestation that happens from an Ayurvedic lens um, at the root is a vata disturbance from a, a more Western science-based lens. We could say it's nervous system dysregulation. And those things can happen for a variety of reasons. It could literally be nutrient deficiency. Sometimes, sometimes anxiety is like a B12 deficiency and like we're low on magnesium. And it's what, um, there's a really great author. Her name is Ellen Vora. And she's written this really great book. I'm trying to get my hands on it, but I don't know if it's in India. It's called uh, The Anatomy of Anxiety. And so she has this, Um, this theory that there's something which she calls false anxiety. Not that it's false, it's very real, but it's actually just, um, we we don't have the proper nourishment. We don't have the proper nutrients to actually feel vibrant and to feel resilient, right? 
Sometimes the root of that can be trauma, physical or mental, right? There are so many different things that can dysregulate. Sometimes it can be our environment, environmental stressors and triggers, right? That are dysregulating vata dosha, that are dysregulating um, our nervous system, okay? And so healing from that is actually very individualized and it's very nuanced, right? And so this is where this linear system of healing doesn't necessarily work for everyone because you are a unique individual whose root cause of vata imbalance or root cause of nervous system imbalance is whatever it is. And we need to address that. And we need to address that not only in the context of like a six week anxiety healing program or even in a three month you know, Ayurvedic healing container. This is in my experience, something that requires a daily commitment, right? We have to do the work. We have to show up for ourselves every day. And in my opinion, we have to learn. I'm a big believer that we have to learn the fundamental foundations of like who we are. We need to understand like what's going on in our body. Okay, well, what does it feel like when I'm dysregulated in my body? What does it feel like when I am regulated in my body? How does that differ? And learn the tools to move us through different nervous system states, right? Different sort of doshic dysregulation. And the, and the wild thing is when we get this stuff, I feel so passionately about this, guys. I honestly feel like this has changed my friggin' life. When we understand that, we understand how to tune into our body. We understand the fundamental principles of, of, of Ayurveda and how the doshas manifest in our body. We understand the fundamental principles of the nervous system and the absolutely simple um, sort of methodology for healing. It's like, I, I, I don't have words. Okay. It's, it actually becomes so simple and yet we're not taught this. We're not taught this in school. I always joke in like all of my, in all of my writing, it's like, we're taught the slope of a line Y equals MX plus B, but we're not taught about us. We're not taught about our nervous system. We're not taught how to tune into our body and how we feel. We're not taught about that. We're taught things that bring us outside of ourselves, that disconnect us from ourselves, that disconnect us from nature. We're taught it, yeah, like random things in books, random, you know, stuff that's useful. Yes, it's helpful. And I think those two things can coexist alongside each other, okay? So what I want to kind of present to you today and share with you inside of this, this episode, this live, if you're watching on Facebook or this podcast, if you're listening on podcast app or YouTube or wherever you're listening to this is really like an integrative system and an integrative approach, right? And, and to really share with you what those pillars, those foundational pillars are that we want to embody and refine and tweak within our lives as we move through different seasons, right? And I literally mean different seasons, like season, like Ritucharya, like as we move through the year, there are different ways that we want to, you know, ways of being that we want to do to like align with the seasons, but different seasons of our life, motherhood, losing someone that we love, whatever it is, right? or, you know, periods of anxiety, a freaking pandemic, right? How do we, how do we refine and tweak and refine and tweak and embody really consciously on a day-to-day -day basis, these pillars? Okay. This is what I want to share with you today. Um, and so these are consequently the pillars that we focus on within embodied Ayurveda. These are the pillars that we go deep into that we teach on inside of embodied Ayurveda. So if you're actually curious about that, I'm going to post the link to the program in the show notes. If you're watching on Facebook, I'm going to post them in the, in the live. If you're watching on YouTube, I will post them below as well. Okay. So the very first thing that we need to do is we need to cultivate, and I call this um, in, in my uh, chaos to calm masterclass, I call these like the three plus one pillars. Okay. And the first one is the plus one pillar. And I say this because it pervades all of them. This is the money, okay? This is the magic. This is the secret sauce. If we get this, when we get this, this is what everything else hinges upon. 
and it's self-awareness. Befriending and understanding ourselves. Befriending and understanding, this is what I'm made of. Here from an Ayurvedic lens, I am made up of these, you know, this unique recipe of energies, elements, attributes, and qualities. This is my recipe. This is what I'm made up of. This is what makes me me. And that's going to influence so many of the things that we eat, the way that we move, the way that we do, our strengths, our weaknesses, right? What we're naturally inclined toward. Understanding that can be so helpful, right? Because sometimes, you know, what really sparks anxiety is this like lack of alignment in our lives, right? We're doing something that we know isn't right for us and we just don't know why we're doing that. So when we understand our dosha, we understand our energies, our elements, all of that, it helps us to align more with our strengths, okay? And then from a more, you know, science-based perspective, befriending and understanding our nervous system, which also, nerd alert here, aligns with the gunas of Ayurveda. I feel like I have a podcast on this. I actually have a free resource. I'll, uh, I'll put it in the show notes as well to help you because this just like blows my mind. But understanding our nervous system, this is something that absolutely changed my freaking life, okay? Because if you're listening to this and you struggle with stress and anxiety, well, more than likely you've had the thought, what the hell is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? There must be something wrong with me. Me, Mel, I am crazy. There's something wrong with me. Why don't I get it? Why can't I just be normal? Why can't I, you know, you've probably had those thoughts. So I hope you're chuckling along as you, as you're listening to this, you've probably had this. I've certainly had it. I still have those thoughts sometimes, but, but understanding the states of the nervous system through a polyvagal lens, which is something, again, we go a little bit deeper into, inside of EA, really was a game changer for me because it helps you see so much of the self-awareness is so amazing because it helps you see like, OMG, this is not me. I'm Mel. I'm, there's nothing inherently terrible and bad and wrong with me. I'm not crazy. I'm not any of those things. I'm ha- my nervous system is wired in this particular way. I'm experiencing the entire world through my nervous system. I am experiencing the world through these, you know, rose colored, but maybe not rose colored. Maybe they're like trauma colored, physical, mental, or emotional trauma, right? Maybe you're seeing the world through trauma colored lenses, right? And your nervous system is interpreting everything through this defensive lens. And so everything makes you feel anxious and on guard, right? Understanding that the way that I was showing up in the world was just directly related to my nervous system. And then I had And then knowing that I had all of these amazing tools to heal my nervous system was like, what? Like I always say, I always use this analogy, like when I learned Ayurveda and then I also learned this, it was like magical rainbows and unicorns exploded in my brain. I was like, OMG, there's nothing wrong with me. This is literally a physical manifestation. I have the tools to heal. I'm going to do these things and I'm going to slowly work toward healing. It's not me. There's nothing wrong with me. And that awareness, not only did it make me feel like, oh, thank goodness, (laughs) But it also informed the ways in which I was going to approach the other pillars, right? Because for example, I'm getting a little bit ahead of this here. And this, if this doesn't make sense to you, that's totally okay. But if I'm in a fight or flight state chronically, which many of us who have anxiety, like we are, we're just like always on alert, you know, if I'm in a chronic sympathetic stress response, it's going to be a problem if I'm doing physical activity that's really intense. That's actually going to exacerbate the fight or flight response right? If I'm being really intense and obsessed about food, that is going to exacerbate the stress response. If I'm being really 
anal about my daily routine and, oh my God, I have to do this. I have to wake up and I have to do this really intense morning routine. That's not going to be helpful either, right? So we can use this self-awareness to inform the way in which we go about our day, right? The way and the energy that we bring to the other pillars of all of this. And this is, like I said, the money, okay? This is where the money's at, is understanding ourselves. And again, I don't think that there's enough of this out there. I don't think that we, that many of us go through our lives, you know, really understanding this, okay? So pillar one is like, we got to know ourselves and we got to have a daily, you know, practice. And we need to understand the tools that teach us how to know ourselves, right? And from that space, we then learn the tools for self-regulation, which is what I'm going to share in the following pillars, okay? Pillar one is we got to know ourselves. We got to be aware of ourselves. We have to befriend our body and our mind and our nervous system, et cetera, okay? Now, the second pillar is embodying pillars, there's like more pillars here, <laughs> of, of physiological root cause healing, okay? So the way that I like to think about it from, uh, you know, when I, when I speak about EA or when I speak about healing in general, there's the body, there's the mind, and there's the energy, right? We have a subtle energy to us, right? This whole, like, I know it sounds so cliche to be like healing mind, body, spirit, but like actually healing mind, body, spirit. Okay. <laughs> we do have an energy. We have an energetic body. If you're in my world, you're probably aligned with this. So you're probably not eye rolling, but I don't mean it in that very cliche, like, OMG, let's heal mind, body, spirit. I genuinely mean like we got to heal the physiology. We got to heal the mental body. And there's an integration of energetic alignment and healing that we can also, you know, layer in there as well. Okay. But that first pillar is really that physiological healing. A lot of people that, that come to me, that come into my world, that struggle with anxiety, this was me too. I was only focusing on the mind. I was like, I got to meditate. I got to maybe, you know, see a therapist. I got to do these mind-based healing practices. That's great. We need that. It's actually pillar two. Like I said, right? It's the next thing. But we're missing the boat if we're not focusing on root cause physiological healing. Like I said earlier, it literally could be a magnesium deficiency. You could have a B12 deficiency. You could have like straight up like nutrient deficiency across the board. I feel like I'm saying the word deficiency weird. Deficiency. Anyway, you could have nutrient deficiencies, right? You might not be eating enough. You might not be eating enough of specific nutrients. You might be not eating, you might not be eating food that's in alignment with your dosha and you're like bloated and you're like holding in farts all the time. And you're like, oh God, what's happening? Why do I feel like this, right? There are so many things on that sort of physiological level. And I like to break this up into sort of three, three areas. We have our like nutrition slash gut health. This is huge. Okay, this is like a huge thing. Aligning the food that we eat with our dosha, with our state of the nervous system and creating rituals and, 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 and rhythms and, and ways of being around food that are deeply nourishing and healing for the body. This is huge. I've talked about this in other episodes, so I won't get into it, but the gut and the brain have a two-way communication um, called the gut-brain axis. And so it's kind of this two-way thing, right? Where our nervous system can be super dysregulated and that messes with our digestion. But if we're eating you know, terrible foods that are highly inflammatory and they're not suitable for our body, that's going to create inflammation in the digestive system. And that inflammation can be the root cause of anxiety. So we need to be kind of, we need to be going at it from, from, from both ends, essentially, right? We need to be working on our nutrition and not in like a really like, this is the right way, like a really intense way of being. There are really subtle things that we can do to, 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 to do this and to work toward 
optimal health and healing and, and, and nutrient balance and all of that. But we do need to be mindful of what it is that we're putting into our, into our, into our body. Right. And one of the key things there, I'll just kind of slide this in. If you are someone who is curious about this is protein, protein and fat are two key, key nutrients for the nervous system, key nutrients for creating neurotransmitters. We need to be getting adequate amounts of protein and fat in our system or we are going to continue to struggle, okay? If we are, you know, having, whether you are seeing like the best therapist in the entire world and you're doing all of the work and you're doing all the mindset work, if you don't have adequate protein and fat, you are not gonna be making neurotransmitters and you are gonna be feeling not so good, right? We need the actual raw materials to make the neurotransmitters so we can feel better, okay? And to line the nervous system and to fuel the nervous system and to heal the nervous system, we need fat and protein. So we really need to be working um, you know, on a fundamental level on those two key nutrients. Okay. The second pillar within a pillar, <laughs> giving you pillars within a pillar, it's pillar inception guys, um, is movement. Oh, movement. Movement is medicine. This is like bringing me back to my roots. For those of you who don't know, I actually have a, a five-year honors degree in kinesiology and movement sciences um, with a sort of specialization in the neurophysiology of movement. And something that's just like feeling so full circle for me that I'm so excited about is the more work I do around anxiety and, and healing and nervous system healing, the more I see that this it's all connected, right? And all of these, you know, amazing movement practices and these amazing, you know, healing therapies that I actually once learned way back in the day for pain are more and more relevant for healing the nervous system, right? Moving the body every day. This is not only physiological, right? It gets the physical, you know, um, fluids moving. It gets the tissues moving. It gets your metabolism going. It brings you energy, endorphins, like good hormones. Um, but it also moves the energy, conversation I was having with a friend the other day was like, when you look at the word emotion, emotion, it's energy in motion. Our energy wants to be in motion when we are stagnant. And again, oh, mind is blowing. When we're caught in like a, a stagnant state of the nervous system, PAMAS or parasympathetic, right? We're too stuck in our nervous system. We don't want to move actually. And that creates stuckness in our emotions. We are not letting them flow and move, okay? We need to make an effort to move more frequently in order to deeply heal, okay? Movement, oh my God, I honestly, I feel like, again, I feel like this is getting really long and I, and I don't wanna like go too, too deep into each and everything here, but movement is one of the main pillars. Move your body daily, whether that's a walk, whether that's just an asana practice, whatever it is, we wanna move daily. And again, going back to the states of the nervous system, it's like, um, it's like Goldilocks and the three bears, okay? We don't want to move too much because that can aggravate the nervous system. We don't want to move not enough because that can also upset the nervous system. We want to move just right. And so when we're aware of the state of our nervous system, the state of, you know, our current doshic state, any imbalances, it can give us clues to what is the right way I can move in my body, right? Again, we go deeper into this inside of Invited Ayurveda. And then the third thing around that is our daily routines and our daily rhythms, right? Getting into a daily rhythm that feels in alignment for us, right? And that is unique to what it is, what it is that we need, right? And again, this is highly individualized. What's good for me is not good for you necessarily, right? We need to understand what are the key daily routines? What are the key daily like must-have you know, um, rituals, routines, practices that I need to embody and do within my life? We call this dinacharya, right? What, what are the key things that I need to have in place in my day to feel really, really good? Okay. Um, let me just check on the Facebook group, see how you guys are doing. If there's any comments, okay, perfect. Um, 
And then the, the third and fourth, you know, pillars are harnessing the power of the mind. Okay. So this is where therapy does come in, right? We do want to work through talking through all of the stuff that, that that's gone on. We do want to talk through that. Absolutely. I, I, I never want anyone to think that, that when I talk about this, I'm like, no, you don't need therapy. You just need nervous system healing. No, no, no. We need a, like I said, an integrative system. So that's absolutely a part of it. And you know, I, something I always say to people, even when I was a personal trainer, it's like, great, you're seeing a trainer, what, one hour a week, two hours a week, maybe you see a therapist one hour a week, two hours a week. What are we doing in the other 23 hours of the day? What are we doing in the other moments of our life? How are we supporting and calming and harnessing and rewiring our mind to support us in those other times? This is a, is, is a missing element as well. We need to have tools and resources, practices, rituals that are really going to support and harness the power of the mind. So we are in control of the mind. The mind is not in control of us. Okay. And this is very much part of that sort of like yogic wisdom coming in is meditation techniques, yoga nidra, hypnosis, affirmations. There are different practices and tools that we can use to really deeply support um, our mind, okay? And then when it comes into, you know, subtle healing practices and protecting the subtle energy, again, this is where we go deeper into understanding, okay, like what are the unique practices and, and rituals and, and things that I need to do for me and my unique body and my unique nervous system that are really going to protect my subtle energy, that are going to enhance and, and elevate and expand my subtle energy, right? And I always say that this is sort of like the last pillar because to me, the first three are like the must-haves. These are foundational, right? Subtle energy healing is almost like, it's like the cherry on top. I do love to have them all, you know, working together, um, but I do think we need to have these foundational pillars in place first. You know, we don't just want to like apply essential oils and like do nothing else. Like, Ooh, these essential oils, this lavender smells amazing. That's not root cause healing. Okay. That's a part of it, but we want to get to the root of things and we want to get foundations within our life, um, in order to, yeah, in order to, to do that deep healing. And so one of the things that I've seen, I feel like I said this at the beginning, but I'm going to say it again, is that these are the tools that we will come back to again and again and again as we go through the cycles of our lives, if we go through the seasons of our lives. These are the pillars that we will continue to come back to. And so whenever I speak to people about saying body Ayurveda, it's like, cool, this is like a three-month container where we're together and we're being coached and we're going through this. But this is the stuff that you will come back to over and over and over again. And that as we cultivate that self-awareness, we befriend the nervous system, we befriend our body, we start to be aware of, okay, like I said at the beginning, what are the pillars that are sort of like not as strong right now? Where do I need to, what do I need to strengthen in my life? What is going to give me the most bang for my buck in terms of where I'm at right now? And how can I be empowered to, to bring that into my life on my own? And of course, reach out, reach out for help when we need to. But again, a lot of this work we can be empowered on this journey, right? Ultimately, there is no one on this planet who knows you better than you know you. No doctor, no therapist, right? We can guide you in the role of a great teacher, therapist, coach, you know, counselor is to bring you home to you, right? It's not about them telling you. Of course, they're going to guide you. Of course, they're going to give you, you know, suggestions. Whenever I'm in, you know, a consultation with someone or someone's in my program, of course, I'm giving them like based on, you know, I've got this, I have this outside view. I'm hearing what they're saying. I can see what they might need to do. Of course, I'm going to give them recommendations, but my number one job is to bring them home to themselves. 
to help them identify what they think would be helpful in that moment for them, right? I can give recommendations till the cows come home, but actually, ultimately, you have to be the one. It has to feel in alignment for you to actually do it, okay? So I feel like that's all I had to say around this, but this is just something that's been like coming through for me really, really huge. Like I said, as EA like comes up and, and comes out and as I root into this program and, and embodying this is it's like, it's not this like linear clear cut system. It's like, here's the wisdom of your life. Here are the ways of being, the principles, the pillars, the tools, the techniques, everything you need in order to heal. And as you embody this in that foundational container, you're gonna experience massive shifts in your anxiety, your resilience, your energy. And then it will continue to be something that you come back to over and over and over again as you as you go through life, right? And it was so interesting. Um, a few months ago, during one of the last live rounds that we did, one of the one of the participants, um, she said in one of one of our one on one sessions, she's like, "Oh my God, Mel, you know, it's so funny. Like I was, um, and I think this is on the the EA program page, so you can totally see it." She was like, "I just have to thank you. Like I feel that I was like." you know, buying this meditation app. And I was like doing this, you know, therapy over here. And I was like doing this here. And I was like doing all these different things. And then I found this and like, oh my God, this is the whole package. Like I realized like this is everything. And I was like, oh my God, yes. Like that is what this is. This is literally everything. It's literally everything I wish I had when I was struggling like 10 years ago. Okay. So this is like 10 years of wisdom of my struggle that I have compiled into this little package uh, it's not that little actually, but that I've compiled into this like powerful container to support you on your healing journey, to give you everything that you need, to support you, to hold your hand, to cheer you on. Um, so if that feels like it's something that would be helpful for you, if you feel called, if you've been listening to my work for some time and you're like, oh my God, no, like, I feel like this is what I need. I really encourage you to just apply, apply for the program. I'll have the, like I said, I'll have the, um, the program page here in the show notes and the direct application to apply, please just go ahead and apply for the program. Even if you're not sure, even if you're like, oh, I don't know, like go ahead and apply. We will figure out at the very least, like what is a resource I can send you to get you started on your journey, right? We will. And, and one of the big reasons why I have this application in place is it's actually not for everyone. This program is not for everyone. It's not necessarily the right time for everyone. So fill out that application. I will genuinely let you know if it's for you or not for you. Um, if it's not, we'll find you something else. Um, and if it is, I would love to have you um, join us inside of this container. So go ahead, take a look at that. Um, if you've got any questions and you are here, oh, I see a comment. Marnie Lee, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Nice to see you. I hope you're still on. Not sure if you are. Um, but anyways, if you have any questions, please pop them below, whether you are on the Facebook group or if you are watching this on YouTube or if you are in the podcast, I mean, please send me a direct message on Instagram. I do not think you can comment directly on a podcast. So that is all for now. I sincerely look forward to seeing you inside of Embodied Ayurveda or one of our other programs someday soon. I hope that this was helpful. I hope this gave you insight into this whole idea of like the six-step system to healing and really a deeper understanding of what's actually required in order to, in order to heal. So hope this was helpful. Sending you all lots of love and I will see you next week. Mm -hmm.